Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. I recently had a conversation with one of my students who reached out because she wasn't feeling like herself, and her poor little puppy was absolutely terrified by her. When we got to the bottom of what was going on, it was in that moment that I knew that we had to share what had happened so that perhaps we could spare someone else from a similar negative situation. So everyone, please help me welcome Amanda to the podcast. Amanda, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I am so glad that you were here to help me share this message because I take energy work so seriously. And I think sometimes people don't realize how vulnerable we can be. Right. Energetically, I should say. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to explain who you are and take everybody back in time to how we met so you are the sister-in-law to one of my very good girlfriends who has actually been on the podcast twice. The one episode was a fun chat with a friend, and the other one was the all-male group reading, where your brother was in that male group reading. Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take everybody back. You and I met at Angie's 40th birthday party, and I you know, felt really comfortable with you right away. And then the next time I met you was at that girls group reading that she had had at her house yeah yeah and a lot of that was your family members a lot of people there were your family members right yeah I think half of it was my sister-in-law's my mom and myself and that was a really crazy amazing group reading and so much happened in it that was wild and Ange and I talked about that in her episode and from there you and I I think we just kind of started chatting if I'm not mistaken I have the worst memory I'm sorry yeah uh we just really bonded on our kind of one-on-one after the group and yeah you just saw a lot of things in me that you have in yourself and it kind of I was on this kind of a little bit of a spiritual path and you uh you just helped me out and you gave me a bunch of books to read and kind of where it went from there And the next thing I know, you say, hey, I'm going to come take your Reiki level one and two course, which you did. And Mm -hmm. then I forget how many months later or X amount of time later, you said, okay, I'm ready to do master's. I said, let's go. And so you came up the night before master's. Remember, you came and spent the night at my house and we stayed up really late chatting and we had such a good conversation and a great evening. And then Mm -hmm. the next day, there was just three of you in that master class. And one of the girls that was in the class was someone that I had never taught level one and two to her. She had taken the class with one of my other students who is also a Reiki master that I taught. So I trusted her to send me the person that would be ready for their masters. And she was, she was incredible. However, I didn't know her. So it was a little bit of trying to gain a rapport with her and understand her energy. And during that class, something really crazy happened I think actually it was on the second day, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay, so the first day, I'm just going to tell everybody. So the first day where, you know, we have a lot of work to get through and there's a lot of like technicalities that they have to learn and things like that. So I was trying to definitely get to know her and understand her energy and what she's capable of. And she was lovely. And the next day, everybody comes back and we start the class. And I remember looking at her because she was sitting like right across from me and I thought, what is in her soul? Like I kept seeing something flashing in her left eye. Now for me as a psychic, 
because I am clairvoyant, I do see into the soul through the eyes, right? It's that saying is the eyes are the window to the soul. And so I kept staring at her because when I see that there's an attachment or a negative energy or entity within someone and in their soul, I always see it in their left eye. Why? I don't know. I just always see one eye is always off. And I kept looking at her and thinking, what is going on? Like, there's something in there. And, but I'm also in teacher mode. I've got to get through so much in two days. And I'm like, okay, you know, I don't have time to even look into her. And that's when you guys start working on each other and put each other on a table and practice your new symbols and things like that. Right. And I remember when she got on the table and you guys both started to work and I look over and I'm like, I, I was watching you actually. And I was like, oh, whoa, okay. So you see it too, right? <laughs> yeah. So you I remember what you felt. <laughs> well, okay. So the first day I remember after everybody left, because I think I stayed over again that night, or maybe I was just there later. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but you would ask yeah. me, you were like, do you, did you see her eyes? And I was like, yeah, like what? And you're like, did you notice anything in her eyes? And I was like, well, I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't know her. Like I thought that she, her eyes were different. I thought she had two different eyes, but I didn't think anything of it. Cause I've yes. never met this person. I just thought, you know, not everybody has two identical eyes. So I just didn't think much of it. Like, uh-huh. and then you're like, no, she's got something in there. Like, so then, yeah, the next day when we uh, started working on each other and she was on the table, there was two of us and we both went to her abdomen and we were working on her abdomen mm-hmm. and we're like, what is this? It was like black and sticky and it was thick and it was just like, what is going on? And I just remember looking at you and you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, yep, it's keep there. going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. You left the room and you came back with smudge and you were just like underneath the table, over the table, and you're smudging everywhere. <laughs> I was I was trying to clear it too because I was like okay look you know me like I am always direct in any reading that I do especially with my students like to have a student and teacher relationship is very special and I do care about all of you that much and I sat there going this poor girl doesn't even know that she has this attachment and we have to help her and so Mm -hmm. I remember saying to her because I am again direct so I said hey just so you know um there's this thing that you kind of have on you and we'll help you get it out but this is where it came from and she had I said you know like I think I asked her I'm like were you doing like meditations or something she goes oh I do those every day I'm like I do you know about three or four a day guided meditations and I went whoa okay so I sat. Yeah, back. I remember you straight up asked her, you're like, you're doing um, like the yeah. online guided meditations, aren't you? And she was like, yeah. And you're like, but you're not doing them like, she's like, you're almost doing them like you have to do them. It wasn't like you were doing them because you wanted to. And she was like, yeah, I almost feel like it's just like, I don't can't remember how she worded that. But she was just like, I feel like I'm forced to do it. Like I have to do the meditation. She's like, it wasn't because she was enjoying them. And right there, I was like, "Uh, okay, so we got a problem. And she's Mm -hmm. like, what? And I'm like, okay, look, you have become addicted to these meditations. And she's like, well, that's how it feels. And I said, okay, look, but it's what's happened to you is you were so open 
you started doing these guided meditations. I'm sorry, but you got psychically hit and something kind of traveled into your body that's taken over and we're here to help. Do you, I can't, did we even ask her if she wanted help? I don't even think so. I think we were like, we just need to get it out. No, I think it was just, yeah, me and that other girl were just stuck to her and we're like, this has got to go. Like, it's got to go. Like, it's, she's yeah. too sweet and she was under attack and she had no idea. And, yeah, you know, when I was looking and I started to tap into her, her guides and ask them, like, what exactly happened? And they showed me her doing these guided meditations. And it was like her soul would disconnect out of her body. And then this thing just kind of got in there and, decided that it wanted to like stay. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so the whole weekend, that's what I was seeing was this thing in her eye. Now, I know that sounds kind of even creepy when I say it like that, but do you know how many years I've been doing this work and how many times I've seen that? This isn't a first time. Like I've seen this so many times, Amanda, like I'd be yeah. sitting across from somebody going, oh my God, there goes the eye. <laughs> there it is, yeah. you know? And it happens, right? Like we're open souls sometimes and open little vessels and things can kind of take over. And that's when I have lots of conversations about to the students about alcohol because it's called spirits for a reason. So when we're right. psychically open, if you have too much alcohol in your system, your soul disconnects and a nice crazy spirit will take over your body and do right. crazy things. And that's why people have blackouts. They, you know, get into fights when they're intoxicated or they wake up and they have no idea where they were. That's because they got psychically hit. Yeah. So scary. It is. And, and I think, again, I didn't want to do an episode that's going to put fear into anybody, but I wanted people to actually be aware so that this doesn't happen. And has this happened to me? Yes, it has. Absolutely. And that's why I became a teacher because I wanted to help others to shield and protect their energy. And even saying this about guided meditations, I love guided meditations. There's a couple that I actually trust and I've used for many, many years. But the problem with a guided meditation isn't necessarily the person that's doing the meditation. It's um, when you're that open and you go to that other side really because that's essentially what you're doing you're disconnecting and you're kind of mm -hmm. floating um sometimes things can take over and people can be very sensitive and they don't even know that this can happen and that's kind of why I wanted to shed some light on that so that people can do these guided meditations but also not worry that they're so open that something like this could happen I want them to be protected, be aware, and then enjoy it because there are guided meditations really do help. They're amazing because I can't quiet my mind down. I can't just sit and meditate. I need a guided meditation to help me do that. But before yeah. I do it, I shield and everything. So we'll get into some of that a little bit later on. But for now, I want to explain what happened with you because obviously we talked about that class and what had happened with a guided meditation and and we knew that this could happen, but this is maybe what, like a month ago, you messaged me and you're like, I just don't feel good. And then I'll let you explain the rest of that. Okay. Um, yeah. So I woke up the one morning and routine, I get up, I let my dogs out, I make coffee, I sit down and my dogs, both my dogs will come. I have two little Yorkies and they'll both come sit on my lap. And that's the routine. I drink my coffee, they sleep on my lap and then we get up. So 
I got up in the morning, I let the dogs out for a pee, I came back in, I started making coffee. And it was kind of funny, my one dog, she was fine, she was walking around my other dog, as soon as you walk in from the uh, where I let them out to pee, as soon as you walk in, there's my dining room table. And he stayed at the dining room table. And he wouldn't go any further. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is kind of weird, whatever. So I make my coffee and I go into the uh, living room and I sit down and he beats me to the couch every morning. He knows the routine. He runs to that couch and he's sitting there <laughs> waiting for me. And no, I look over and he's sitting underneath the dining room table. And I'm like, what the heck? So I call him and he's crying. He just, he will not come over here. He's crying. So I go over to him. And as I'm walking into the kitchen, he's staring at my ankles and he's like cowarding and he is backing up further and further and further away from me. And he goes completely underneath the table and he, he won't come out. He doesn't want to, he starts shaking. I'm like, what the heck is going on, buddy? So like I sit down and I, I ended up tucking my, I sat on my knees that my heels and my feet were underneath my bum. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, "Mm, okay. So he kind of poked his head a little further towards me and was like, okay, maybe I can come over to you. And he slowly crawls over a little bit. And so I reached over, I grabbed him, I put him on my lap and he was okay. So then we, I just carried him into the living room. We sat down, had coffee. And then I got up and went and got ready and he went to his bed and all was good. And so then I get ready and I go to leave. Same thing, let him out for a pee. And he sits at the kitchen table again. And I'm like, what is going on? So I pick him up, I pet him, I put him in his bed and then I left for the day. So I leave for the day mom and I were running around doing some errands and um whatever and then when I got home that night he was just like I walked in the door and he was terrified of me he completely like cowered into the corner of his bed like the closer I get to him he's like pushing his front feet like backwards and like backing his butt into the corner of the bed yeah he was just like I was oh I felt awful I was like why are you so scared of me like I don't know what's going on yeah. So then my friend called and I walked into the kitchen and I'm chatting with her and, and he's sitting in his bed and he's just staring at my ankles and he's crying. And I was like, I, something is going on. And she's like, well, like, is there anything, anything changed? Anything different? I'm like, no, like, this is super weird. He's never acted like this before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I honestly feel like I have something like something's attached to me. He's scared of me. Like, it's not me. He's scared of something that's on me. And so then I was like, I got to go. I got to call Karina. Like, this isn't right. So I, yeah, that's when I messaged you. And I was like, can you tell me if there's something attached to me? Like, my dog is not right. This is not, this is not good. Mm-hmm. And you had asked me, you're like, are you doing any energy work on someone? Did you not shield properly? Like, and I was like, no, I haven't been. I think I've been good. Like I did go a couple days. Like I'm routinely, like I shield every morning, every night. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple days there that I didn't shield. And then it dawned on me and I was like, I'm reading this new book and I love this book. But on the end of every chapter, there's kind of um, like little activities that you can do to help. And I can't remember what it was for. It was like to like meeting your spirit team and like that kind of stuff. So one of the um, activities was to, listen to this guided meditation. So, okay. Yep. Didn't think anything of it. Went to bed early. It's a 30 minute, um, guided meditation. So I started listening to it and right away I had the urge to turn it off. And I was like, I don't know if it's just because it's not, I just don't really listen to guided meditation. So I was like, maybe that's all it is. Like this, no, I'm going to do this. Like I'm committed to this book. I'm going to do this. Right. 
And so no, I keep listening, keep listening. A little while later, I'm like, no, I'm just really, I don't know what it is. I just feel, I just kept having that urge to turn it off and I should have listened because I didn't. And I kept listening. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I finally, I got to 25 minutes and I was like, nope, I'm done. I cannot listen to this anymore. And I turned it off and it was the next day that this all had started. Mm-hmm. so yeah not good <laughs> and um, you you had asked me you're like well I felt like it was a good guided meditation like why did this happen and I was like yeah. well I said did you, and I think I asked you I was like did you shield and that's when you said oh no um I hadn't shielded in a couple of days and I was like well you're so sensitive to spirit and you're a Reiki master now which that means that you're you're being a Reiki master, you also have your third eye much more open than others. And so that makes you extremely sensitive to the other side. And Mm -hmm. so for you doing a meditation like that and not shielding your energy or grounding yourself before you did it really opened you up to everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly out there. And that's how I explain it to everybody. There's a lot of people that are really confused about the other side And I say to them, look, yes, there is the good on the other side, but there is also the bad, just like there is on earth. And that's why people will question, well, how come, you know, my loved ones will come visit me and I'm not scared. But if I go into a house and it's haunted, why am I terrified? And I'm like, there's good and bad souls on the earth and there is on the other side. And same thing when you're a light worker and you're sensitive and you open yourself up to the other side without staying in a channel of light, you're open to all of it. And then that's when problems can arise. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even us talking about this, again, I don't want to scare people away from guided meditations because they are so helpful and incredible. But people like us that are empaths, that are psychic, that are extremely intuitive or open, we have to take extra precaution before we do those guided meditations. There's nothing wrong with doing it because I still do some. I'm just extremely mm-hmm. guarded with my energy. So I know that I stay in a beautiful channel so that only the greatest and highest of good can come through while I'm actually in that beautiful state of meditation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen on my Instagram, but this is probably maybe last year or so, I posted a few pictures of how it looks when I'm doing work. There's a white channel above my head that you can see in a couple of the photographs. It's like a beams of white light. And that is the, it's super cool because when I do that kind of work, especially as a medium, when I tap into the other side, that's the channel of light that I stay in. Can you imagine if I was about to go do all this kind of work and I haven't shielded my energy or protected my auric field, I'm going to be open to everything. And that's when people go under psychic attack and and have those negative things happen to them. Believe me, I did a whole episode on psychic attack because it does happen. It's happened to me multiple times. And, you know, that's why I'm extra cautious about energy work. And these days, 
there are so many people that are becoming more open to spirituality and smudging and energy work and Reiki and um, yoga and so many different modalities in the spiritual realm. But with that comes responsibility. And if we're not taking responsibility for our energy, we put ourselves at potential risk really for mm-hmm. things that are not of the greatest and highest of good that can really ruin us in a sense. And that's why I see it all the time too, where there's some healers that are really open and they're gung-ho about helping everybody and they aren't protecting themselves. And next thing I know, they've got an attachment or an entity that's within them. And I go, oh, what happened to you? You didn't, yeah. you let this in and, and, you know, they can't see it. I'm mm-hmm. really grateful that I can't see it within myself, but I know that when I start to feel off and this happened to me last April, do you remember when I was working with your mom? That would have been, I think it was April when I was working with your mom and a bunch of the others in the group, uh, Reiki level one and two, sorry. And it was during that weekend that right after that, actually, I had really just lost myself and I was really depressed and I was crying and I'm like, what? is wrong with me. I didn't feel good. And I'm, I mean, I've been through healing for so many years, so I know how to pull myself out, but for whatever reason, I couldn't, I was like, I'm sinking. And my girlfriends in Maui, the healers that I, I trust like sisters, they kept flashing before my eyes. Like I knew I had to get on a plane and go to Maui. And so that's what I did. I went to Maui and as soon as I saw my one girlfriend, I walk in, she goes, oh, you've got this guy with you, this spirit who had attached to me. And I was like, damn it, I knew something was wrong, <laughs> but I can't yeah. see for myself, right? So yeah, I knew there was something within me, just like you did. You're like, I knew, I know there's something going on. I, I don't feel good. And yeah, I like mom and I, mom and I went to that day when we were out and about, mom and I had gone to this crystal store and it was my first time that we had gone to this one. It was a new one. And like there's a lot of high vibration going on in those stores, right? There's a whole bunch of crystals packed into a small space. And I always get a little bit kind of like lightheaded. If I'm in there too long, I'll get a bit of a headache. Like I, so I'll I'll step out, I'll ground, I'll kind of come back. Like that's kind of normal for me. Same with my mom. And we were in there Mm -hmm. for a little while and I was like, Oh, I'm getting a really bad headache. Like, and she's like, yeah, I was kind of starting to feel lightheaded. And so I, I stepped out for a minute and I came back in and and then it was getting worse and worse. And I was like, no, I'm actually starting to feel like physically, physically ill. Sick. Like mm-hmm. I am going to throw up. Like I do not feel well. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of wrapped it up and, and we left and I got to my car and I sat outside for a minute and I grabbed my water bottle and I was like, I just need to have a couple sips of water here. Like I'm not feeling good. Like I wasn't sure if I was going to throw up or not. Like Mm-hmm. And then I got home or I got in my car and we went back to the city. We did some more running around. And then I finally, I don't know, it was maybe 45 minutes later, I, that nausea kind of went away and I felt a bit better. And I was like, what is going on? And then I was like, well, if I had something negative attached to me, it clearly did not like that crystal store, right? That's right. Ugh. You know, I think a lot of us as light workers aren't fully aware that something is on us or trying to get into our auric field or into our souls. But when we start to feel like depressed, anxious, and it's just unlike us, you know, like I'm normally a pretty positive, happy person. So when I know that 
I'm starting to slip and I don't feel good. Like I'm getting anxious or depressed, or I just get into a funk that I can't seem to pull myself out of. That's when I know I have to get a clearing done. And there's multiple ways that I do that. I do it for myself. Like I, I smudge it. There's so many things that I can do to clear my energy, but I think a lot of people don't realize that it does come from somewhere else. And sometimes these attachments happen. And I've, um, I've even seen it where someone gets this entity within them and all of a sudden they become this like really weird sexual being where it's like they're, they've got, how do I even explain this? Almost like they need to have all eyes on them and feel desired. And then all of a sudden it's a weird sexual energy that's coming off of them. That isn't them. Does that make sense? Have you ever seen that where- You're like, whoa, you were never like that before. What happened to Mm -hmm. you? And even, you know, sometimes when there's people that are really happy, kind humans, and all of a sudden they turn and you're like, what happened to them? We question that, right? We question what went wrong? What, what came over them? I know I see it (laughs) as a psychic. Mm -hmm. I can't walk around and tell everybody, Hey, so you've got an attachment. Like that's really not my business. (laughs) Oh, come on, Greta. (laughs) You know, should I walk around? Hey, by the way, something in your eye. (laughs) But as much as I would love to, Mm -hmm. I can't do that unless people seek my help. Right. Right. Because it's not appropriate if you want to say that in the energetic world. So now if Mm -hmm. someone comes to me and they're like, I just don't feel good. I'm like, yeah, I know why. So let's help you and get rid of it. And the other thing that has been happening and a lot lately, which is something I actually want to do a whole episode about was about the children out there. I've been working with a lot of kids lately and I've noticed that these new little star seeds that have come to the earth to, to be light workers and to help out They've really been under attack and so many more children these days are suicidal, depressed, beyond anxious, really. And there's a couple of the kids that I am working with now consistently and they've been under attack and the parents have tried everything, gone to every doctor, psychologist, psychiatrist, medications, and nothing's worked. And yet they come and do some energy work and next thing they know, they're like, oh my God, our kid's coming back. And I'm like, that's because they've been under attack. Mm-hmm. And Well, so, it's the same yeah. with like, you look at the people that have like these kids that have committed suicide and how many times are people like, they were like, they were so happy. They were the nicest person. Like, I don't understand where this came from. Like you exactly. hear that all the time. You do. It wasn't them. Exactly. Exactly. Amanda, that is so accurate because- People do seek out my services for that reason. They want to know answers to why, what happened. And I'll say, look, it really wasn't them. Um, Mm -hmm. And and I know that even sounds very scary, even what you just said. Like, it does sound scary because you think, oh, God, what if it happens to me or to my child? But I think the key to all of this is awareness. Look at your loved ones in the eye. If something looks off or they don't look the same, it'll show up if we pay attention. I'm hyper aware to this. So, but I also know that everybody can do it. We can all see it should we choose to see it, right? So even with my kids and stuff, like I will look at them and be like, okay, what do you got on you? Do I need to clear you, you know? (laughs) And, um, but I do shield them all the time too, right? Because I know they're Mm -hmm. so sensitive. So the 
I guess if we were to leave everybody with at least some advice, my advice, and I know you would probably agree, would be to shield your energy before we go out into this crazy world because there is good and bad everywhere. And if we're mm -hmm. open and we're sensitive, we can be susceptible to negative energy. It's just a fact. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people realize how important energy is. Yeah. Well, I guess another kind of example, when we, um, when I first met you, mm -hmm. I was in a real bad funk and I was, I had anxiety, depression, everything, but mm -hmm. I knew it wasn't mine. Yeah. I was, I knew it wasn't mine because I, I don't have anxiety. I don't have this stuff, but I was so down and I had taken my Reiki uh, one and two a few mm -hmm. or a couple of years earlier and um, it was not well run. She kind of left us very open. She opened us up and oh, yes. left us at that member. Yeah. Yes, and, I do uh, and then I know I had talked to a couple like mediums and they're like, you are picking up everybody's energy on your block. And like the girl was like, you have this person across the street from you who has anxiety for this. And she was like listing things of people around my block. And she's like, you're holding all of that on yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's because I was left open. Mm -hmm. So then meeting you, you actually taught me how to protect yourself, how to shield. And yeah, that was a huge, huge, like, I definitely came back and, and myself now, like that all went away. Isn't that amazing? But, like some people yeah. don't realize it, I think. And, and Again, when it comes to energy work, I've been teaching for this year, it'll be eight years I've been teaching. And I am so particular about who I teach and what I teach because energy work is something that we should be taking that seriously. There are a lot of people out there who are teaching and who are doing energy work and they don't always have the purest intentions. And so that to me is a growing concern. I look at all the people out there who say that they're light workers and practitioners. And I'm like, oh my goodness, um, mm -hmm. that is scary because yep. I, even for teaching. my, exactly. Or even yes, like getting a treatment from them or whatever, like Pamela and I, I don't know if you listened to the episode I did, I think maybe two months ago with Pamela, we had both said the same thing. There's so many people out there that are saying that they do this kind of work and then you go to them and next thing you know you're hit psychically and you're like what happened to me I feel worse than before well that's because they don't always have the best intentions and that's just the way that the world works right so there's good and bad people there's good and bad spirits mm -hmm. and not everybody understands how serious the energetic world is and if you're not fully aware of that you do put yourself at risk. And so I always say to everybody, if you're going to choose a practitioner to go and help you, look into their eyes, get a picture of them. Do you feel in your soul that they're the right person for you? Go with your gut feelings. Our intuition's never wrong. The yeah. other thing is, you know, if you're going to find or seek out a Reiki master to teach you, look deeper, well, ask all the questions, look at their eyes, like forget about even asking questions. I'm one of those people, look at a photograph, look into their soul. Are they, are they good for you? Are they meant for you? Are they meant to teach you? And trust that, right? Because I think 
too many people are out there right now teaching things and saying that they're this and they're that. But when I look at them, I'm like, oh, God, as a psychic, it's like walking out into the line of fire. And I go, oh, my God, like I I'm sad that a lot of people are actually claiming to be light workers when they're not actually fully in the light. Mm -hmm. Sad to me. Yeah. Yeah. What can I do other than do this, a podcast to talk about it so that I'm trying my best to get everybody to, to see the truth within someone's soul and to, to look a little bit deeper and protect your energy because with everybody out there claiming that they do this and they do that modality and blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah. Be very careful because it's not always pure. Yeah. Like when, when I did mine, I, never met the girl, never saw a picture of her, didn't know anything about her. It was just like, my friend had gone to her before and she was like, Hey, I'm going to do my Reiki one and two. I know you're kind of interested in it. Like, do you want to do it with me? And I was like, sure. So I did it, but that was not good. Like, and then after spending like two years of dealing with that, um, Mm -hmm. being open and everything. And then I met you and it was like five minutes in a room with you. And I was like, done, I'm redoing it. Taking my Reiki one and two again with you. And I'm taking my (laughs) master's with you. Like, and look yeah. what happened. Look at where you're at. You feel happier and, you know, you you are in a completely different place than from when I met mm-hmm. you, which is so wonderful for me as a healer to see that it works. It's yeah. that this is why I keep doing what I do. You know, I want people to really live their best lives. That's what That's what this is all about. I want everybody to live their best lives as best as they can. And as much as I can help them along that journey, then I will do everything I can to do that. But I think even when I was thinking about this episode, I was like, oh, do I do this episode? Because it can rock a little bit of the boat out there and maybe ruffle some feathers when it comes to the way that I'm discussing this. But even having this podcast, I know that this isn't always easy for me to put myself out there. And I know there's other healers and and light workers that may disagree with things and that's okay we're not all here to agree my job as a healer and a psychic and a medium and all that stuff is to really try to open up a world to live a good safe life energetically because i used to get hit all the time with all this negative energy because i was so open and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to even do this episode today was to help others to know that spiritual work is wonderful, but we also have to be responsible with it. And yes, I'm, I wanted you to come on here and help others understand that even doing a guided meditation like that, it's a wonderful thing. It was in a great book that you read, really wonderful. But when you're so sensitive to energies, and your third eye is quite open, and you do something like this without shielding yourself or protecting your energy, you just basically put yourself at risk. And that's why I'm Mm -hmm. so glad that you were willing to share it and share that story with others, because there's so many people out there who are doing this kind of work that aren't aware that they could get psychically hit like that. And then next thing I know, or next thing they know, they're sinking and they're drowning in this spiral of negativity and lower vibrations and they can't come out of it and they don't know to reach for help because they don't actually see themselves as they don't actually see that there's anything in them just like you and I we didn't know we had a feeling we had an attachment but we couldn't see it 
right? Yeah. So imagine how many people are out there not even understanding that they could have something on them. They just don't Mm -hmm. feel good, right? Yeah. So I'm so glad we're talking about it, even though it's difficult to talk about in a a way, because I think it's a sensitive topic because people do really love yoga and guided meditations and things like that. And and again, we're both all for that stuff. We just want people to be a bit more aware that if you are that sensitive, you do need spiritual protection. Mm -hmm. It's just the way it works. Like I want, like, yes, it is. It was super scary. I, you know, like something's attached to me and then it's like, why am I doing this? What am I doing? You know, and you get all these like, I kind of panicked there because I was like, I don't want this to happen to me. And it's like, no, you just like, it's yes. Okay. It was scary, but it's like, it's still a good thing. All of this is still a good thing that you just need to know. Like, yeah, you have to be responsible. You have to ground, you have to like shield yourself. Like Mm -hmm. it's just something you need to do every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, there's another thing that I actually do want to mention as well. Um, And I've seen it happen where people like to listen to guided meditations as they fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And, but then the issue with that is that the next video plays and the next thing plays and the next one plays and you really don't know what you're getting into. So I will never listen to a guided meditation to fall asleep because when we go into that dream state, we're extra open and we are way more susceptible at that point to something taking over. Oh, and the other thing is too, there's so many people out there that are doing guided meditations. Can you imagine like how many there are? Like I've seen thousands. I'm sure you have too. And you've got to sit there and think about that. Who's making those guided meditations? Do you trust them? Would you go to them for a session? Would you sit with them in a room? Do you feel safe enough? Do you feel comfortable with their energy? You don't know who's got ill intentions out there because let me tell you that exists as well people do those kind of meditations to take over energetically it's like a form of psychic attack Mm -hmm. so you have to trust your gut when it comes to choosing a meditation or a guided meditation really truly trust your intuition yeah don't go to youtube and just click on the first one (laughs) oh that's uh, you know that's what i'm saying there's so many right there's so Mm -hmm. many out there and you kind of go are they all with pure intention? Do they really have your best interests at heart? That's what you got to ask, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just want to end kind of on a, on a happy note was after I spoke with you mm-hmm. and you said, yes, I think there's something attached to you. You need to go do this clearing. I went and I, I did the clearing with Archangel Michael and I was in my spare room doing this. And as soon as it was over, I I sat up and I had this urge to like, wipe my legs clean like just like wipe them down and it was kind of funny because I had that same urge with the girl from our our class when we were done working on her abdomen I went to her legs and I had to like clear her legs and down her feet and it was the exact same thing it was like I needed to like pull it off of me yep and then when I was done with that my dog burst in the room and was like had the zoomies and was just going crazy and he was ripping around the room he was so happy he was jumping on me he was licking me and I was like are you serious I was like it's gone it's gone this totally is exactly what happened and he was like he was perfect ever since then he's been fine completely went away isn't that amazing and 
that's what we're talking about, right? Even having this conversation about it being scary, but then there is a happy ending. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to stay attached to you. Or if you don't feel good, you can call in Archangel Michael. There's an amazing meditation. I think I've mentioned it before in other podcast episodes. And if you do want that meditation, it's one I've used for nine years that I trust. If you would like it, you can always send me a DM and I will send it to you. It's fantastic. But yes, it's good. If you feel off and you feel like something isn't right, go ahead and do a good smudge. You can go in the shower and scrub down your body and, and ask to Archangel Michael to clear you of that energy. There's so many ways to clear your energy. Um, there's also a whole episode I did called Energetic Cords and how to sever the cords of attachment. And so there's many, many ways. You do not need to stay stuck in this kind of energy or fear it because if you fear it you attract it as well but there Mm -hmm. is a way to come out of it if you do have it it's happened to me it's happened to you and we feel fantastic right so yep it's not a life sentence is what I want to say it's temporary and it can be fixed so please don't panic right 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 so I want to leave you all with this today I am all for guided meditations they really can be lovely and very helpful Just try to make sure that you trust your intuition when choosing one. The best advice that I could give today would be to make sure that you are grounded and shielded before you do any kind of meditation or spiritual work. If you aren't protected, you could be so open that you allow lower vibrational energies to attach. A good way to shield is to ask your angels and guides to surround you with a seamless bubble of white light, as well as pink and purple. This will really help you. Thank you all so much for joining us today on the Divine Messages podcast. And Amanda, I'm so grateful that you were willing to come on here and share your journey and experience with all of us. I know it wasn't easy to also be so open and explain that you got hit psychically, but I'm glad you did tell everybody because it's going to help. I'm glad you asked because honestly, it is good for everybody to hear. So yes, thank you for having me. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on Instagram at divinemessages333 or at the Divine Messages podcast. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.